you have found the podcast of Tressler Mennonite Church. Each week, we replay the sermon from our Sunday morning service so that anyone who may have missed the sermon can catch it later. This sermon was from August 7th, 2022, and the text was 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1-13. through 13. At the close of the message, we played a song called Walk on Water. To avoid any possible copyright issues, that audio is not included in this podcast, but there is a link to that song in the show notes. Or you can find the song online by searching Walk on Water, Jason Crab. That should lead you to the right song, although maybe not the exact audio that was played in our service. I was sitting there thinking as Nathan was talking how in the business world my boss will tell me I need this and this it's my job to get it there get the product there when he wants it he don't care how I do it if I run all night or if I sleep half the day but as long as it's there when he wants it Excuse me. A city cab driver in Chicago was his first day on the job. He picked up somebody. About halfway to their destination, he got tapped on the shoulder. It scared him so bad he hit a city bus. Almost hit people at a bus stop. Slid across the grass, went down the curb and up the curb, came to the stop about a foot from the big glass window at the bank. After he got his consortium together, He said to the passenger, are you all right? The passenger said, yes, I'm all right. But I never knew tapping somebody on the shoulder would scare him that bad. He said, well, I have a confession. He said, I drove a hearse for 25 years. (laughs) In a way, I can feel with that guy this morning. Before we go look at this passage, let's go back up a few lines before it, as I believe it lays out the foundation for the verses we are discussing this morning. It is clear in this verse that God's order for a man and a woman. I'm sorry, I'm going to stop you right now. You might want to turn to 1 Timothy 3, 1 through 13, because I'm done this as an essay I do not reference what verses I'm talking about or anything. So it's your problem to research it and prove that I'm saying it correctly, okay? I'm saying that up front. (coughs) He established it as a man and the head of the household with a woman taking her rightful place under his leadership. This helps to set a strong foundation on which to rise capable leaders. 
When we read today's passage, it can seem overwhelming for one person to have all these qualifications, but we break it down, it looks like more manageable and actually good advice for all church members as, as a whole, all of us, especially those with a strong desire to follow Jesus. Most of these qualifications are born, we are born, not born with. These attributes, and we cultivate them with, due to choices in our walk with our faith. Let's look at the list of here. Hopefully, we break it down and find areas of growth in our lives, though obviously most of are not called to this position. However, it's very important they stay true to what God has called them to do. Point number one, he must be above reproach. In, to, in today's world, it is hard. It seems like there is e always someone, something, that they can find fault in our lives. And obviously, we won't get it right every time. But our desire should be to first and foremost honor God in our lives, in our decisions, conduct, and speech. Point two, he must be faithful to his wife. This is very important. And in maintaining a healthy marriage and building a foundation for life. Something just jumped at me. I'm sorry, it's off cue, but I'm going to say it. His wife. It doesn't say of different combinations of that. It's man and wife. I'll leave it that way. Three, the next attributes are grouped together. They're intertwined or interlocked. Exercising self-control, living wisely, and having a good reputation. In a nutshell, it's being tempered and living carefully. Sum up these qualifications of all which are important in our daily lives and in our walk. Four, we must enjoy having guests and being able to teach. In other words, it is important to be able to reach out to others and encourage and show the way. I'm coming to this side of the pulpit. I have another little story to plug in here. When truckers give um, directions to each other, it'll sound something like this if you're talking about the way of the Lord. When you're going through the state of decision, halfway through the state, you'll see a little road marker that says, mile marker, I'm sorry, that says, enough. A mile down the road, you'll see a sign that says, last exit for that state. You take that exit, it's marked forgiveness and salvation. You go through the first intersection, it's unbelief. And you're like a turtle popping your head out every once in a while to see if you're still alive. 
you finally get through that intersection. You go on to unbelief. And there you've had a little experience along the way. And you crash right on through unbelief. You go up to the third intersection and you turn right on redemption and assurance. You stay on that road and eventually it'll come down to a little narrow road. It's called grace. Now, if I start putting scripture with that, you got your plan of salvation. Five. Again, the qualities are grouped together and not a heavy drinker, not violent, and must be gentle, not one to pick a fight or one who loves money. These, again, call for someone who is able to control themselves and live in a way that God has his rightful place and is most important. These can be harder to master and why we really need to depend on Jesus and his strength. Six, he must be able to manage his own family. This is fairly easy to understand. As we can see, a family can be weak, undisciplined, if left of their own devices. And just a word of encouragement, Nathan. Nova won't be doing that when she's 18. <laughs> Seven, he must not be a new believer. This one stands out and as there is so much to learn in our early walk, and it takes time and experiences to get things right and to follow God's leadership. Being able to realize God is the one to rely on and not ourselves. And again, living with integrity and having a good reputation outside the church as important as well. As we go further down the chapter in qualifications are similar, except one thing, deacons are not required to teach. It's not a requirement for a deacon to teach. It helps, but it's not a requirement. So have these things listed fairly as shows us the importance of living a faithful, quiet Christian life above without a lot of room for criticism. I think it also shows us that in order to walk closely with Jesus, the best to our ability, we need to guard at all times. We need to look to Jesus and depend on him to lead us. I feel that if we practice these things faithfully with prayer, there is not much room left to look to others critically because our hands are going to be so full taking care of our own concerns and living the way Christ calls us to. Number eight, 
In a way, we can look to the overseers and elders and deacons as a type of Christ. One who lives in such a way that he can follow their examples confidently, knowing that they will lead us to the cross. May God bless each of you in our striving to serve him. I have a thought of the day, and after that, Randall's going to play a song. And then, Nathan, you can come up. The thought of the day is, you don't have to walk on water. It's how you walk on dry ground. At this point during our service, we played the song, Walk on Water. You can find the link in the show notes. And you've been listening to the Trustler Mennonite Sermon from August 7th, 2022. The passage was 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. Take care.